podcasts from the Cochrane Library, the latest evidence for healthcare decision-making. Hello, I'm Mike Clark, podcast editor for the Cochrane Library. We're all probably familiar with physical first aid, but there is also something called mental health first aid, and a new Cochrane Review was published in August 2023, looking at the evidence on its effects. In this podcast, Roses Parker, Cochrane's commissioning editor, talks with two co-authors, Rachel Richardson, who leads the Methods Support Unit in Cochrane, and George Welby, who works as a psychiatric registrar in London, UK, about the review. Hi, Rachel. Um, first of all, can you tell me about mental health first aid training? What is it and why did you do this review? Hi, Roses. Thanks for the question. So mental health first aid training, or MHFA for short, originated in Australia um, about the year 2000. It's a brief training program aimed at improving mental health literacy and teaching mental health first aid strategies so that people can provide immediate help to people in distress and signpost them to services. It's very popular with MHFA Australia estimating that over 6 million people worldwide have been trained and it's promoted as an evidence-based programme. So we wanted to examine this evidence to find out whether it improves mental health in organisations that have adopted the training, and also whether it might be associated with any adverse effects. Okay, so what did you find? So we found 21 studies that included over 22,500 people. Um, These were studies that were relevant to our broad set of questions. Mm But disappointingly, only five studies had actually measured whether MHFA training improved mental health in organisations where it had been implemented. And we were also disappointed to find that there were multiple problems in how the research had been done, which meant that the evidence was subject to bias. And also that there were too few people um, in many of the studies to allow us to reach definitive conclusions. That that is disappointing. And for me, that throws up quite a lot of questions. Um, So what did the studies measure, if not the impact on mental health? Yeah, so most commonly they measured outcomes such as whether the training improved knowledge about mental health difficulties um, and also whether it decreased stigma around issues such as depression and schizophrenia. So we did examine the impact of the training on these outcomes, but we felt that they were less important for decision makers than the actual impact of the training on mental health in the organisations that implemented it. Mm, Okay, yes, that's fair. Um, Going back to some of the other problems, can you expand a little on the biases and the size of the studies? Sure, yeah. So in many of the studies, there was a considerable amount of dropout or attrition. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so that people who'd been recruited to the study left before the study ended, um, which meant that the trialists couldn't ascertain their outcomes Mm. Um, and with regard to the size of studies the small number of people in the studies um, meant that there wasn't enough data to be able to work out the precise effect of the intervention. Shame. Yeah so although our overall finding was that MHFA may be associated with a small improvement there is also a chance that it may result in no difference in the mental health of people in organisations that adopt the training And this gives us very little confidence in the results. And we can't conclude um, that the intervention works or that it doesn't. Um, We also found that there were no systematically collected data on any adverse effects. Mm, That is really interesting. Um, 
Turning to George, um, I'm really interested in what adverse effects there might be. I understand that there may be adverse effects linked to new drugs, but how does this apply to mental health first aid training? So I think it's probably easier to understand this in terms of unintended consequences. Okay. Uh, mental health first aid is obviously styling itself as equivalent to you know physical first aid, but it's actually quite different. Uh, tourniquet or CPR works because of the basic physiology of the body and the efficacy is well proven, but mental health problems are much more complicated. And this leaves more room for ineffective and potentially unhelpful interventions. A little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing. Um, so, for instance, we know that um, from previous experiences, there are some mental health interventions that have had unexpected negative consequences. And an example of that is uh, psychological debriefing after traumatic events. So in terms of potential kind of, um, you know, adverse effects with mental health first aid, uh, some possibilities are that people who've been trained in it might find it stressful if they feel obliged to give support to people with potentially quite serious mental health issues like suicidality. Mm -hmm. um, there may be situations where implementing mental health first aid training uh, allows an institution to actually avoid addressing aspects of uh, toxic culture or work practices that are causing distress in its members. And um, finally, mental health first aid may encourage people to medicalise ordinary distress and end up increasing demand for mental health care, which actually can't be provided for downstream because of a lack of sufficient resources. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, so how would you sum up your conclusions after doing the review? Well, we think it's striking that such a popular intervention isn't better supported by evidence that it actually mm. improves mental health. There's a notable lack of data to show that the training benefits the mental health of the communities the trainees are actually embedded in, uh, which should be an important outcome for a public health intervention. We're also concerned about the lack of evidence on unintended consequences. Mental health first aid training may seem like a good idea in theory, but as researchers, we know that just because something seems like it should work, it doesn't necessarily mean that it does work when it's properly evaluated. Mm -hmm. There's a great book that goes into these concepts in much more detail. It's called Testing Treatments and it's freely available online. Thanks, I agree. That is a really helpful book, which people can get from the website testingtreatments.org. Um, so going back to the review, what advice would you give organisations considering adopting mental health first aid training? Well, of course, every organisation is different, but they should decide what they're aiming to achieve and then decide what to do based on the evidence. So as well as the economic cost of mental health first aid, aid training, there's also an opportunity cost in that it might get in the way of doing something else and mm -hmm. organisations should consider what other steps they might take to improve the mental health of their members. Yeah, I agree. OK, and next, what advice would you give people conducting research into mental health first aid? Well, firstly, future research should systematically measure and report any adverse effects associated with mental health first aid and try to objectively measure outcomes that are relevant to individuals in the wider community being studied, such as the use of mental health services. Uh, the study should also recruit enough participants to be able to demonstrate the effects of mental health first aid in a precise way. Thank you both. Um, that's been really, really interesting. Um, finally, if someone would like to read your review, how can they get hold of it? 
So it's online in the Cochrane Library. Um, if listeners go to cochranelibrary.com and search mental health first aid, they'll find it there. Great, thank you.